And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Episode. Holy fuck, it's episode 60. Oh shit. Damn. It's a round number of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. So, how are you guys? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Really tired. Listen, I'm at this point, I'm going to hope that if you are in the Cartersville, Kennesaw, Ackworth, whatever area, you have come to see me at the Telus Rock Fest over the weekend, and and now we're best friends. I'm going to assume that. Yeah. And it, by the time you're hearing this, it will be too late if you have That's right. That's right. God damn it. I'm a little hostile. That's cool. It's very hot. You've been out in the sun all day. <laughs> Welcome to Georgia's summer. It's not okay to put a red-headed girl in the sun all day. It's just not right. Brian's been, what did you say, cleaning your garage? I was cleaning my garage. Oh, my God. Yeah, and... and, and Cleaning out the inside of my cars, which was sitting in the hot sun. So that was fun. And I was on week three of set build, followed by impromptu, well, not impromptu, we added it earlier in the week, an extra rehearsal. And then we came straight here to record as soon as Jen and I were both done. Yes. Well, well, Jen had to have a margarita first. That's right. Okay. (laughs) As soon as I was done, you were done early enough that you did have margarita time. Nice. It was more food time, but well, but a margarita happened too. Fair enough. Mm, drink responsibly. That's the first yeah. time we've said that on the show. No, it's not. We actually have before. I made it a yeah. point okay. to say it first as, time in a while. As much as we drink, yes, drink responsibly. <laughs> yes. If you drink, do it at the beginning of an hour and a half long podcasting session. <laughs> That's right. right. Yes. Not well, multiple. No, never multiple. Never. Never single drinks that are multiple drinks. <laughs> oh, God. Not unless you're us. We should do milkshakes again sometimes. We should. Ooh, we, we should do those should. Alton Brown uh, uh, Campari watermelon sorbet. Yes. Oh, my. The answer to that is yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, oh um, my sister's shop has shirts that are like geology nerd shirts, and they have our logo on them. I hear if they anybody, rock. They do rock. Sweet. Mm. Nice. One of them says, um, I went rock counting, and all I got was this lousy chert. or a geologist tough nice a little bit wacky but know their schist i was like "Ah, (laughs) those are all geology terms i I know i know i I know a geologist who would absolutely love this well you let them know we have (laughs) shirts so wait are you saying this is a a real schist head (laughs) (laughs) yes he is (laughs) yeah yeah it's nice i like it cool so, a lot of books came out this God. week. Oh, the so many books. The worst week for this many books. So <laughs> many books. And, and poor, poor comicsology IT person who had to deal with this at 7.30 at night on a Friday. Because I looked on Twitter to confirm that there was something going on mm-hmm. when I couldn't log in. And, oh, the comments this poor person was dealing with. Aww. But... 
people are assholes. I sat down to read last night yes, to try to finish yes, reading, and I couldn't log into Comicsology, so I had to like climb out of. It's been a long week. I was for the first time ever. I was reading comics in bed. Which the, somehow I've never the, done for the first time ever. That's so cute. For the, somehow <laughs> for the first I've never time done in a long time. <laughs> um, like that's like half my books that I read. <laughs> No. I normally... I fall asleep with it on my face if I do that. <laughs> Look, I've got this nice cozy wingback chair and a lamp. Yeah. Actually, I've, I've been going outside like in the morning, like like 7 o'clock in the morning, get my coffee, go sitting out on my back porch. Nice. Oh my god, it's so awesome. That's so... Hmm, yeah. cozy. God, I it makes know. me want to fall asleep right now. <laughs> you, that yeah. has been known to happen <laughs> during yes. that time, yes. I had to go dig this week's books back out. No. Uh, so anyway, long story... Less short. Uh, <laughs> if a, we don't talk about a book this week, it doesn't mean we didn't like it. It, it just, just means, means we tired, didn't get to. It just means, I know my list was 25, I think Brian, yours was 27. Yeah. Oh, you poor sad bastard. And I don't, I don't think there's anything I read that was bad this week. No. So, so, so my definition. Well. Was, there's one thing I started well, to read that was bad. yeah. There were, there was a, oh, a thing mm. I started and I put it down. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and I don't put things down very yeah. often. Yep. Put no. The good news is I don't actually remember what the dumb book's called, so we don't even have to give it... We don't even, even have to say its name. Good. Excellent. I, I like think that. we're talking about different books. You're talking about a book I liked. Oh, really? You're talking about Avengers. No. Oh, because you started Avengers and put Yeah, I just... Uh, I just... Okay, oh, no. I no, that. I loved Avengers this week. Good God. I, I think I was very tired. You, you were very tired. Right. And had to go for dinner. <laughs> yeah. It was like four o'clock, and you're like, "I'm gonna cook dinner" because you just wanted dinner to be done. Yes, I think. And go I to did. Bed. I really, really did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but lots yeah. and lots of good books, yes. and some. Then we'll, we'll talk about the really, really standouts. Yes. Uh, even if it doesn't show up and isn't so good, doesn't mean we read it and didn't think it was good. It just means we're not talking about it this week. Sorry, guys. Yes. Okay. With all that said. How about we go ahead and start with probably the most noteworthy book of the week? Okay. Batman. Yeah. This is uh, uh, should like... we like take a moment first though? A moment. Before we talk about Batman. Just like just like have a moment. Do we do we need a moment? I need a moment. A okay. magic moment? What's Batman? Oh, right. Shit. Duh. Yeah. Um, hey, Brian, how much attention have you been paying to social media today? None. Okay, so you're about to receive some very bad I'm news very in the uh, worst way possible. Oh, shit. We should have done this off air. I'm yeah, sorry. I warned Jen, although pretty badly, because uh, I knew it would come up here. Um, Adam West passed away today. No. Apparently after an ongoing battle with leukemia. Ah. <sighs> So I'm sorry, listeners at home, if this is your first hearing of this. It sucks. Yeah. So but bad. He was 88, so he's had a long, That's full right. life. For what yeah. it's worth. Yes. Yeah. And he's not like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I hate to see him go. I hate to see him go. I've said before on this show, the first things I remember watching on TV were back-to-back, Rocky and Bullwinkle, Get Smart, and Batman. Oh, yeah. Like, the earliest memories I have involve watching Adam West on TV. But 88's a good long life. It's not like he died in his 60s. No, and, I, and he's done a lot of things and a yeah. lot of good. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I hate but, it. I hate to see him go, but... He will be missed, I'll say Yes, that. absolutely. Wow. wow. That sucks. Yeah. 
Um, so, let's bring it up. So, Batman. Batman. Um, in happier news, mm-hmm. Batman uh, has successfully rehabbed Gotham Girl. Yes. Yep. And she's very thankful yes. for him. And they have a really wonderful in-depth character conversation mm-hmm. about what that what it means and what they both want and what happiness it like it's like deep i'm like yeah. damn i normally don't like like books that are just a conversation between two characters it normally gets on my nerves after a minute but this was real real good well this is functionally the culmination of the first year of batman right. yes right yeah. yeah it's even called every every, every epilogue, epilogue is, is a prelude, prelude. yes yes but is it a nocturne? <laughs> <laughs> Only at night. Only nocturne. So, so in Gotham, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah, it was real, real good. It they, was. Yeah. I, 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 Gotham Girl has become a really, really good character. Too. Gotham Girl started out a really good character. She, well, uh, Gotham Girl's been away too long. Mm-hmm. The problem. Uh, and maybe that's it. Maybe it, maybe it's just that she's been away. Um, I was I was very very worried she was going to turn into kind of a trope or very see like a throwaway type thing. I will take but, oh my gosh. I will take the almost diametrically opposite view. I think the best pages that King has written have been the Gotham Girl. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying it. That was my worry when she yeah. kind of disappeared okay. and and had the the issues that she had. I kind of thought she was going to get thrown away or or just push or kind of brushed off. Yeah, yeah. So good issue, indeed. Mm-hmm. And, and spoiler time. Oh look, my god, we the talk end about of this spoilers. Book. We talk about spoilers a lot on this show. But this is really one of those where if this has not been spoiled for you and you have any interest whatsoever, please 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 skip ahead. Please actually do read this one first because I did have this one spoiled for me. I can't imagine that. That would And that would have ridiculously upset me. It is the spoiler is the last page of this issue and it is a major thing. I, I mean, and it's an like potentially it's one of the most important things that has happened in a, in Batman but even, for twenty years. Even beyond <laughs> that, it is an emotion an emotional beat that culminates. Oh yeah, the entire run so far. Yes, especially where he has been led to this point. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not one that I think necessarily you would have seen coming. I know I certainly didn't. No. Not even reading through this issue, really, would I, do I think I would have put it together completely no. until maybe within the last couple of No, pages. but it makes so much sense. It does. So, for real, like, if you haven't read this one, go do that. And, and skip ahead. Yeah. 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 Like, like I wouldn't say skip ahead. Pause. Go read it. Go buy it on Comixology. What do you got to do? Read it and then come back. Yeah. Because it's like that, that big, yeah. that important. Mm-hmm. All right. So, go do it now. Yep. Spoiler. Go into the chapel and read. No. I can't. She's going to say no? Is that what you think? What? No, it's, no. No, it's that, song, <laughs> that song is in the play we're doing. I, yeah, I, fair enough. Well, I think that's what that no was. Um, no. Maybe. Batman proposing to Selena Kyle? 
girl with wow. the first diamond or the like, first jewel that she ev- ever that he ever caught, caught her, her stealing. stealing yeah so come on like like hold on hold on like girl let me talk to you a minute come on like say yes how do say yes to that how the fuck is batman that romantic that's what i want to know that's what i want to know <laughs> what the hell batman does not seem like the romantic but, type <laughs> but he don't let shit go that's true wait a minute are you saying Batman has trouble letting things go? <laughs> yes. Imagine. And now now for the now for the real kick in the gut. We don't get to find out what the hell happens to this for seven issues because the next six we get the war of joke and riddles. Which is King has said now. Um, in fact, the solicitations say Batman tells the story of the war of jokes and riddles. He's telling the story so that before Selena can answer, he can hear Batman. She can hear Batman's biggest and darkest secret. Oh, okay. I'm guessing that secret is not that his mother's name was Martha. Batman no, killed not. a guy. Okay. Oh no. Um. It. This does really. I mean, it very clearly brings to mind Earth Two Batman. You know, Bruce Wayne, right? Who married Selina Kyle, and they had Huntress as yeah. as their daughter, right? And that was, and then Bruce Wayne on Earth Two died, was killed. Can you imagine Damian Wayne having to deal with having a little half sister? <sighs> that would be oh my God, and and one that could one that could stand toe to toe with him. Uh-huh. Oh my God, that would be so amazing. Yes. 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 I want it. <laughs> Can you imagine the issue of Super Sons in which they have to watch Little Helena? <laughs> oh, so yes. cute. Oh, my God. I want it. I want that. And look, Bruce's parents are dead, so they can't pester him for grandchildren. We have to do this job for him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a bastard. So I'm mostly um, like I'm really excited about this storyline playing out, but I'm mostly just wanting to be a better dad to Damien. Yeah, yeah, he has not done such a great job with that. You're not my mother, Selena. My mother is the but daughter you... of the head of the <laughs> oh demon. Oh my god, we're but... probably gonna get the. You're not my real mom. But you know what, though, <laughs> um, kind of what we were saying, this being the culmination of this year one and where he's been led to this point, mm-hmm. I can totally see him being a completely different father now. I hope so. I yeah. hope that this means yeah. good things. Like, Maybe he I, I can have a kid he... who doesn't die at some point. <laughs> no. I get that he needs to be Batman, but you, like, you, you need to realize what your priorities should be. Well, and his father has told him that now. Yes, right. That's yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Huge. 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 Huge if true. Right. Well, I mean. <laughs> Check out that sex tape. Huge <laughs> if true. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it is true. It's just we don't know if she's going to say yes. Yeah. Right. If he goes down this road and she doesn't say yes, I'm going to be a little mad. Can you imagine? Wait. Can you imagine <laughs> Bruce and Selena and Dick and Defacer double dating? No. 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 That'd be like double dating with your parent and their new significant other. Yeah. That okay. Would, that would be. But can you imagine Defacer and Selena taunting Bruce and Dick? Yes. Except mm, I don't, I don't know that Selena and Defacer and 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 Sean would get along. They'd get along long enough to taunt the boys. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. 
possible. It yeah. would be funny at the very least. It would be. It'd be, as I say, be fun to watch. <laughs> okay. Fine. Enough. Enough. For, God, for God's Bursting sake, go. You have to read Batman this week. <laughs> well, if you've heard this part and haven't read it already. But, oh my God, yes. You already didn't listen to us, so why should we think they're going to listen to yeah. us about reading it now? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jen. Yeah, what? Tell me about Magical Hobos versus Satan. Oh, Rock Candy Mountain. Number okay. three. Oh, I think so. Okay. I think, sound, I don't sound, know. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I Just based on how many somewhere. times she's talked about it, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, but yeah. I think I missed one somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I've talked about it a few times. Anyway, this this book, though, we finally get to see um, Jackson, and one day I'm going to remember the other hobo's name. We get to see them finally. Victor. No. We get to see that. Yeah, it is number three. We, we get to see them finally face down with Satan. And it is epic. He pops some dude's head like a grape. Oh. And then he kicks the other dude so hard in the ball. Look, I know these are spoilers, but, I mean, come on. This book is ridiculous. This book is re- it's not really spoilers. Everything else about this book is the story. This is just shit that fucking goes nuts. Anyway, he kicks this one dude so hard in the balls, it goes straight through him. Oh. I was, Ow. It was reminiscent of an American God scene. <laughs> Ow. Very much so. It was real, the, real good. The worst documented case of testicular torsion in history. <laughs> well, well, but um, this book continues to be out there and insane, and I still have no fucking clue what the hell is going on, but I still love it. I still love <laughs> it so much. I want nice. somebody to read it and talk to me about it, because I, I don't know. I love it. Pull out your issues. I'll read it on Wednesday okay. if we... Cool. Well, we know we're not on Wednesday, but next time we correct read comics. Yes, uh, in the same place at the same time. <laughs> if that ever happens again, none of that talk. <laughs> I have trouble marking time when that doesn't happen, as I it know. turns out. Uh, hey, Brian, tell me about Superman. Oh gosh, Superman was uh, it was really good this week too. So uh, this is the story of Manchester Black. He is back. Number twenty four. Number twenty four. Mm-hmm. And he is not treating uh, not treating Clark and Lois real good because he's a uh... that's out of character for him. Oh my god! <laughs> so basically, he has uh, he has taken Superboy and decided that if he controls Superboy and raises him, then he can treat since Superman. If you don't know the history of Manchester Black and Superman. He has always thought that the solution was to kill villains so they can't come back and hurt people again. Correct. And has done everything he could to get Superman to come around and kill someone to get to his way of thinking. And so now he's given up on Superman and he's decided, you know what, fine. We'll let Superboy be that person. Be be the better hero. And oh shit. It has always been really, really hard for me to not go, no, he's fucking right. Like, he's fucking right. Clark, listen to him. But this ep- this issue, I was like, oh no, no, don't do that. <laughs> but he always ends up in trying to prove his point. He always ends up coming straight up a villain, going way too far. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but we do find out who uh, who who Kathy and Cobb are. Farmer mm-hmm. Cobb, neighbor neighbor Cobb. We find out who they really are in this one. Oh, it is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, oh, it's so oh, sad too. <laughs> I know. 
I know. But uh, just to kind of give you a little note of where this one ends, the next issue is called Superboy Black. Yes. It looks so emo. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> just like a venom suit. <laughs> yeah, and what we what we find out is that basically he's been holding everyone that was kind of showed up at the farm and disappeared. Batman, Damien, Frankenstein, yeah. Frankenstein's bride. Uh, there, he just was holding them all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this for a while. Okay, yeah. Thanks. Oops. <laughs> but a uh, good good issue. I liked it. Cool. How about Deathstroke? I loved this issue this week. I mean, I always love this issue. Yeah, this was a good, good book. This yeah. was number... Oh, that's right. You read this one. Yeah. Number 20. Yeah. yeah. This was the epilogue. <laughs> High five. Yeah, um, this was the epilogue to the Lazarus contract. Yeah. And the sort of bridge into what comes next. <laughs> the whole time... Anytime that Power Girl was... On, I was like, oh, girl, I feel you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> when when he shows up at her door, I oh. was like, oh, my God, that is so awesome. No, hold on. He showed up at her door with a puppy. With a, with that a motherfucker. <laughs> Jen read this before me, and she left and says, oh, he's bringing her a puppy. I'm like, oh, he replaces her dead dog that he killed. Yeah, right. What an asshole. But, like, so, like, she's yelling at him through the door, and he's like, and then he is like, he has the most infuriating conversation with her of possibly all time. And that that conversation is, and this happens throughout this whole issue, the, the yeah. recurring theme in this issue is Deadpool has seen a higher power. Death Death Deadpool? Deathstroke. <laughs> has seen a higher. Slay Wade Wilson. Slay Wade. Slay Wade. Slay Wade. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Deathstroke. Slade Wilson has seen a higher power, he has seen God in the Speed Force, and he still doesn't believe in God, but he will quote the Bible at uh, whomever does. Every time he quotes scripture, I was just like... Mm. And I love it so much. I love I love the manipulation of it. No, I don't believe this, but you do, so you gotta do it. You have what, to forgive what me. What kills me is how well he wields it against her, He does it though. better than a lot of people who I believe I know, it. that's what I mean. Yep. Oh, it's so... Oh my gosh. Oh, and poor Rose. Oh, my God. Girl, though, when she took that thing off, I was like, no, 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 no. Mm. Trigger. Yeah, or exactly. Mm. Brain trigger. Don't need that. <laughs> so awful. Such a good book. Yes. <sighs> yes. And we we see the, the new fate of Dr. Icon. Mm-hmm. As yes, well. we that do. Enters a new phase. Do Doctor Icon want pants too? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my. Do we know what is he going to be? A character that we know, or is he something going to be a new? I think it's something new. Okay, okay. I don't think he's Solomon Grundy, Brian. No. <laughs> I mean, cause don't get me wrong. The boy looked like Solomon Grundy. <laughs> yes, but smart. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was he born on a Monday? He looks like, or maybe like White Hulk or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Which is Solomon Grundy. Well, right, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, such a good book. Brian. Yes, sir. Tell me about the Doctor Strange finale, which actually we all read, so. Oh, did we, did you guys read it too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it was so good. So this was, you know, I, this was a little weird. 21 came out last week. Yeah. Number 20 came out this week. 
and that was a big that was kind of an editorial whatever it was and they've said a lot like chris bacalo just needed the time to finish it yeah, it which which issue. totally makes sense yeah but yeah this is this is the end of this creative team on this book oh. and which is which is super sad because i'm telling you what the 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 style and the writing of this fits dr strange yeah. So ridiculously well. Well, and the two of them collaborate frequently, so I'm sure they'll be back together on something before it's all suddenly. Yeah, but uh, that's what I'm saying. But it fits Doctor Strange so well. Like, yeah. like it makes me think it's like it, it really is a modernization of what Doctor Strange originally yeah. was, right? I agree with you 100%. Bacalo, though, does a lot of things well. Like, he's good at leaning his style into. Like, he did X Men with. with Bendis, I think, for a long time. Or maybe, well, I think he did it some with Bendis, and he also did it some with Jason Aaron on Wolverine and the X-Men. But, like, he can lean into, like, really clean robots super well, too, and things like that. So, it, whatever they land on will also look probably as good as this does. But I agree, this is kind of a perfect fit for... You know what You know what? some of this reminds me of very, very clearly? Is Shade, the Changing Girl? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a couple of pages specifically well, that are... Why? Why would Chris Bacala remind you of Shade, Brian? I can't imagine. Didn't why. he co-create Shade? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm actually asking. I'm not just being a rhetorical ass. Did, like, didn't he co-create Shade? Oh, uh. Hang on. You keep oh, talking. I don't know. I'll look it up. I, I'm, you know what? I'm not sure. But I love. Uh, I love the progression, and I love where they ended this as well. Um, the the two the two main supporting characters that he's had through this whole run here. Um, we get resol- kind of resolutions for where they're at and what's going to happen with them going forward. Um, All right. Shade was originally created by Steve Ditko, but when he became a Vertigo character. Okay, that's So he was originally was. created for DC. When he became a Vertigo yeah, yeah, yeah. character, uh, Chris Bocklow and Peter Milligan retooled him. For that's Vertigo. what it was. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So kind of the modern version. So of yeah, Shade. When, yeah. When when they basically moved to the madness coat and yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Which yeah, totally makes sense, yeah. right? But now that you say that, like, I really want to go pick up their Shade books because Chris Bacalo Dark Shade <laughs> actually does sound <laughs> pretty amazing, right? <sighs> but yeah, Zelma. Oh my gosh! I, so it, this actually is before we say anything else. This okay. is this is my question for okay. non-spoiler time. Is it is certainly plausible that Zelma could continue to be a fixture in the series. Is Zelma in 21? She is not. But again, if you remember right, I said, I don't know how much of this is continuation or, or change yeah. with the team and the direction. And how much is just the fact that it's, you know, under the darkness dome with secret empire. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can't answer that. Okay. I think it's going to be about two or three issues in there when basically they get through the Secret Empire stuff before we find that out. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm actually really curious to keep going. I am but too. I wouldn't mind continuing in trade because I have so many books. Yeah. So maybe it's a good thing that I don't know whether or not Zelma's still on. Because I love Zelma. Zelma's so great. I know. I know. Zelma really gets a chance to prove herself in this issue. She does. I'm. I, 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 this whole run, I loved this entire run that they had through 20. So, yeah, if you're a Doctor Strange fan, I, w- I would highly recommend picking up this in trade and, and, think, and reading it. I think this is an easy statement to make because Doctor Strange is one of those characters that historically people have struggled to find arcs to recommend for. I think this is probably going to be one of the all-time great Doctor Strange arcs. I, I do, too. I think, and especially 
when when it gets a little further in and we kind of look back at it because mm-hmm. I think the the whole first arc of the empirical and and what they did and and the kind of the destruction of Matt is going to have very very long lasting well, effects. I agree, but even him. even on the tail end when it gets to the more emotional stuff with Wong, like there's oh yeah, like the whole all the way through. There's not a weak arc of this. They change kind of what they focus on. Correct, but there's not a weak arc. Agreed. Um, and this was a great conclusion. For yes. So I was surprised by how much I liked Rocket Number One, and I did keep going with it. And Rocket Number Two was out this week, and I love this book. I love this book so much um, for a couple of reasons. One, they do they do continue the nerdy references in this one. There is a Doctor Who reference in this one. Nice. The, like the Doctor's hand ostensibly is on panel in one panel. Oh my um rocket as he as as the narration plays out you get this running bit with the the whatever the villains are called the techno whatever they are there's this recurring bit with rocket explaining these are time traveling weirdos and they have the most inexplicably weird powers and even if you think you know what they're going to do they're going to do it in the most inconceivable and disturbing way possible and it's just impossible to keep these fuckers strange because they're always crossing their own paths and leaping through time and there are just so damn many of them like even as he's narrating trying to explain who does what to whom and all that it's like yeah we don't expect you to keep up with this just look at what's happening on panel (laughs) um there's also this great and this is gonna maybe be one of two times we get a variation on uh daredevil jokes this week there's this courtroom scene after he's busted for for this heist and his appointed attorney is Froggy Frelson Froggy Frelson <laughs> uh who who assures Rocket that no no we've got this down my partner is going to be giving the speech his name is Murd Burdock or something like that <laughs> and they are lizard people and Rocket asks what's wrong with his eyes and Froggy proceeds to explain them. You know, and as a child, he was in this accident, and he's got this weird sort of preternatural sense. It's almost like he can see, but he can't. He's definitely blind. He, he would tell me if he weren't. Um, but don't worry, you're in great hands. He probably won't disappear in the middle of a court case this time. He only does that usually, but I'm sure he won't now. <laughs> and then you see a lizard in a red bandana hold up a sign saying, let's go fight ninjas. Oh and he runs out. <laughs> wow. Um... Which okay, me 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 reading it, but me me recounting it from memory is not does not do it justice. I admit, yeah, I, but, I'm. Oh, it's so funny. This book is so goddamn funny. Um, it's it does the whole noir narrative thing super well. Okay. Uh, if you're if you're at all interested in it, even if you don't read it in floppies, go check out this trade because I love it so much. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Tell me about Redline. Redline continues to get more fucked up the more it goes. Yes. It is still hilarious at times. At times. But it's getting way more into story now. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's taking turns that you don't expect now. Yes. And it is so good. It's it's becoming a little more murder mystery, but Yeah. But without the mystery and yet still some mystery. Yeah. <laughs> it's real good. It's real, real good. I want more. I want more right now. Well, um, you can't have it. God damn it, Brian. 
<laughs> You've got to wait like three more weeks at least. That's yeah, right. Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think if you like any kind of alien anything, any kind of Mars anything, any kind of military anything that is also hilarious, definitely go get this book. I'm going to go on record, though. You don't have to like the military stuff to like this no, book. No, but I, it helps. It, it helps. Yeah, I'm, it, it helps. If you like funny motherfuckers, yeah. go buy this book. Um, it, it should be out in trade soon, right? This is four, I figure, yeah. two, three months there yeah. should be a trade right. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. It's, is it Oni who puts it out? That sounds so. right. Well, Oni. it's over there, and I'm really tired, and it's dark. Hang on, I might, I might be able to tell you. <laughs> okay. if, it, if it is Oni, it's, they tend to put out their trades maybe a little later than it It is, right. uh, it is Oni. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, no. In the next <laughs> month or two. Or yes. Two, next two or three months. Yes. Um, I read this too. I did enjoy this. The second issue is still the funniest issue. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. The huge dong. <laughs> the huge dong. Oh, oh. That was real, real good. Yeah. Although we do learn some of the consequences of the great dong fight. That's true. Yep. No hookers. No, no hookers. Oh. Not for these guys, anyway. <laughs> right. At least not from that one place. I'm sure there are. Right. I'm sure those aren't the only hookers on Mars. Yeah. Well, who Maybe knows? Maybe they are. Who knows? Especially after the trash bomb. That's true. Hey, Brian. Yes. How'd you like Avengers this week? Oh my God, I loved Avengers this week. So this is the uh, this is the story of Avenger X, which. Uh, did you ever go back and read this point? I have not. I, 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 having seen where this led to, I, I kind of want to at this point. Yeah. So I might very well do that. Um, but this is uh, basically the story of Avenger X and how she pretty much trashes the Avengers. Yeah. And it picks up actually from Seven. So it's still Wade and Whitley co-writing. Yes. And Phil Noto on art, which I thought that team was just a one-shot, but apparently not. Um, so you get a little more Nadia and Doom. Oh my god! And which was, of course, the best. Why part. I loved this book. Yeah. yeah, I love that that he comes in and just like like Avenger X takes apart the Avengers, and and Victor Doom Victor comes in as Iron Man and just cleans her up. It's wonderful. As Jonathan Hickman taught us, all hope lies in Doom. Oh my gosh, it is fantastic. And her Nadia's um uh fan fangirl slash wanting him to be her mentor. Yeah, slash weird camaraderie. So wonderful. Oh well, my like, gosh. It's that it goes both ways. It's, you can tell he's got a little bit of a soft spot for her. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Yes. But I, I love that it wasn't just him that Nadia showed she's kind of just as as capable as he is oh, when, yeah. in, in getting in, in the, actually in the defeating of her, yeah. which and is wonderful. Willing to take risks and make sacrifices if she needs. Yes. And completely trusting that Doom would know how to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she continues to just lambast Peter Parker. <laughs> which is uh, which is fun in and of itself. Right? Rips him so many new ones. Yes, she does. Someday we'll learn why she hates him so much. I hope. 
I mean, a long time from now. I want this to be a long-running thing, and eventually it's like, I don't know, just the dumbest reason. Yes. That would be wonderful. Yeah. You know what was wonderful and maybe the biggest surprise of this week for me? What's that? Uh, Iceman. Oh. The Iceman solo arc I, I did oh, yeah. not pick it up. I, I only did because I'm... I'm I'm sort of peripherally familiar with the writer. Uh, I've mentioned before one of the comics podcasts I listened to before we started this was a symbol after dark, and he was on a couple of episodes of that at the time. Huh. Um, I was not sure that a solo Iceman ongoing would be interesting or sustainable, but it is, I think, going to be both of those things. The first issue was definitely interesting and good. It was pretty delightful. Yeah. There are some definite moments in there that sounded exactly like Jen. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Now let's yeah. see. That does sound interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, it follows not the young Iceman who's in X-Men Blue, but current timeline ah, Bobby Drake, okay. who, where young Iceman is out and cool with it and all of that, Bobby Drake came out even after young one did in the current timeline. Okay. And is still, like, he's never dated a guy before, really. So this is kind of dealing with putting himself out there in that way for the first time. And also dealing with his family. Not about that, but just in general. And how they're kind of, oh, well, you know, you're a mutant, so you're you're weird and we don't really get you. But most of it is normal, just being an adult child of someone and having moved out and moved on. And your parents not really getting you. Yes. Yeah. Um. And you see, while he's in the hospital visiting his father, there's a, a, oh, what are the dumb, technologically enhanced mutant hunters called? Ravagers? The, not purifiers, no. Uh, the purifiers are a like thing. That. Are the purifiers a different thing? Aren't they? Is this a purifier? It could be. One of those mutant-hating, partially robot people groups. <laughs> there's only like four of them, right? Yeah. Um, he shows up chasing a a new young mutant whose power is she can harden her saliva so you not only get Iceman kind of being the hero and also his parents being like okay well now they're going to figure this out and people are going to harass us we don't want to deal with reporters you should leave now Um, but also this really nice moment of look at first I could make snowballs too and that didn't seem very useful like you may not be as useless as you think you are to this girl only in a more uh, more helpful way than I just right, yeah. It. You may not be that useless. Uh, it was a nice book. <laughs> There's a lot of heart. Completely useless. There's a lot of heart. It is. He's a purifier. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just found that page. Yeah. So you were right. Yep. Hooray me! Hooray. I never do that. I have good. To be, good job. I have to Jen. be tired to come up with it. Good job. Thank you. Sorry. It's cool. So Iceman was good. Iceman was it good. It was very good. It was very right. pleasant. His yeah. his relationship with his parents, I was like, oh, you poor son of a bitch. Yeah. It's the, you know what, it, you know the specific thing it reminded me of? Uh, being there, doing that? Well, the, <laughs> in media. The specific thing oh, in media well, reminded well. me of. <laughs> that episode of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, oh, when Tom's yeah. parents come to the studio. Oh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand your way of life, but please be good. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, it is not like the, the most stellar writing Sirkin has ever done, but it is maybe the most fun show it's he's real, ever done. Oh, it is a great show to watch. I've at though. least seen that far. Yeah. I love that show so very much, and it, it pains me that it only got one season. Ugh. All the good things only get one season. You're right. Motherfuckers. Mm. Anyway, what's next? Uh, Hey, I like what you did there. That, that, <laughs> got, that got seven. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Wasp. Wasp number six. I'm a, you're going to be shocked to learn that I thought this was a great issue. <laughs> I did, too. Although there is something that makes me sad. I don't know if you know this, Brian. This is Elsa uh, Elsa Chardier's last. No, she's leaving. But I, I forget who's lined up for the next couple. They've got artists who I love and who will do great work on it coming in. But it it, it her, that style fits this character it and does. the way this book is written right now so incredibly well. Yeah. Oh, it was wonderful. Um. Yeah. This. This does have my quote of the week, though. Brian's quote of the week? <laughs> yeah. Quote, it quote. <laughs> um, so <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting there kind of uh, talking, and uh, Nadi's got to basically give herself up to, to save her friend. And so she's kind of saying bye or that she's leaving to everyone. And she looks over, and Matt Murdock is, if, if you haven't been reading this, is her immigration lawyer trying to resolve her, her, her legal status in the country. And so she looks at him and says, and, and she always calls him this, Mr. Modoc, I'm sorry I wasted your time. I'm not so convinced this is goodbye. If you don't mind, I think I'll wait here for you. Well, I hope we get to do more boring paperwork together. <laughs> now, <laughs> did you leave out a line or does it come next where I think I'll hang around and suit yourself? No. It, okay. It, no. That wasn't. Is suit yourself not a line? Uh-uh. They leave that one out of the digital version. I swear to, I swear there's a line in there somewhere about she says he says I'm going to wait here and she says suit yourself and he looks like kind of nervous and uncomfortable. No. Because he's about to go sneak out and put on his Daredevil costume. No. Oh no. Mm-mm. Are the print and digital versions different? I don't of this? think so. Oh no. Uh, I'm you trying guys... to think if he's I, I mean I know there's one point where he shows up later but He's already in costume at that hand, point. Hand me that while you talk about this. Uh, hang on. But, um... <laughs> oh, that's bright. Oh. I know it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but, no, this is absolutely fantastic. So, uh, it, this is the first time that uh, all of the girl geniuses that she has assembled together really get to work together and do something and accomplish something. And it's it's absolutely pretty wonderful. And mother is the nice. worst. Mother is the worst. She is a mother. <laughs> Here no. it is. It's Jarvis who says it. Oh, Jarvis. There you go. I'm not okay. sure we can do anything to help them. Would you like some tea right. while you wait, Mr. Murdoch? I uh, think I'm going to take a little walk. Suit yourself. Yeah. Huh. Yes. There you yeah. go. Okay. So, Kirk, yeah, it was, Kirk, it, was, it, was, it was Jarvis. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But yeah, that that was that was pretty wonderful. Yeah, I love this book. I love this book so much. Humor is there. the The heart is there. It's it's great. If you're not reading it, you're doing comics wrong. Jen. Hey, <laughs> I'm waiting for. Oh the my trades. god! Oh my god! They didn't harsh on me for not reading some things for <laughs> once. Awesome. But go read Saga. 
Excites <laughs> criminals. Or any good image series starting with the letter S. Yeah. Brian. I read lots of them. Okay. Hey, Jen. Yep. Tell me about baby teeth. Oh, I read this. I read G- this too. Give me a second. Hold on. Oh, okay. This is about a 16-year-old girl who gets unexpectedly pregnant. Um, and she's dealing with some shit going on when all of a sudden she goes into labor. Yeah. Somehow she managed to hide this pregnancy for nine months, mm-hmm. mind you. Um, she real, real good at that. I guess. Yes. Um, this baby, I can tell you this because it's in the... It really rocks her world. Yeah, it really <laughs> rocks the whole world. As she goes into labor, there are, like, earthquakes. There are tremors. And this baby is the Antichrist. Okay. Is this just happy coincidence with, with what's going on in Supernatural? Uh, maybe. <laughs> just... It has to be. Okay. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be. But, right. But this is another Donnie Chaken or Don... Donnie Cates. Ooh, sorry. This Donnie is another Cates. Donnie Cates, George. This is another Donnie Cates book, um, and it is pretty damn good. Okay. I, I was very curious about it. I almost picked this up. So, it's pretty damn good. Okay, cool. You also need to read Redneck. God dang it! <laughs> Why it's, you keep telling me all these good books? Because you're an easy mark. Good and yes, what he said. Jen has caught the backlogging bug. <laughs> yes, I've done it with podcasts. And... I literally don't think I can read every book that I want to read. <laughs> Welcome to my life, hey Brian. Yeah, uh, I'm at the like 162 day mark of writing. Uh, clearing the backlog. Sure, you can. You're fucking As masochist. I said, I don't that I can read. I don't care what you can do because <laughs> I would drive myself crazy if I tried to do that. And who says I haven't? <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, hey, I read a book this week. Would you book. read? And I will be honest. I read this book specifically because of the Adventure Zone. Magnus. Magnus. Not Magnus Robot Fighter. This one is not called Magnus Robot Fighter. It's just Magnus. Magnus is now, uh, has, has, I guess they're relaunching the Sovereigns universe, or launching a shared universe of characters, gold key characters, under the team banner of the Sovereigns. Oh. Because um, apparently Sovereigns number one is out, and this is out, and there's a backup that is Turok that crosses all those, and this references number one a couple of times lightly. You don't have to have read it. I haven't. Um, but it is... Magnus is now a woman, this this new version of Magnus. And she is a robot psychiatrist. Oh. She is trying to help robots uh, come to terms with their role in the world and their ability to be what they want and view themselves their own way in their sort of like framework, infrastructure, matrix land that they upload themselves into when they're not working. And just to clarify, she is a psychiatrist for robots. Yes. Yes. Not a robot who is a psychiatrist. Correct. A robot robot shrink. Magnus robot shrink. Yes. <laughs> um, and Magnus robot fixer. A robot personal assistant to the people who own the company that makes the robots kills his owners. So the government tries to get her to come in and, and fight one last robot for them. Gosh. And go into. She's one of the few people who can who can not go insane going into robot world. This has a real uh, uh, Asimov type yeah. sound mm-hmm. to it. It's a real cool and it's very pretty. The yeah. art in this is gorgeous. Um, oh yeah. 
So I I have never read a gold key book before in my and this is not I mean this is under Dark Horse's label I think they've got the gold key characters yeah but I've never read a Magnus book in my life I I really dug this I think I'm gonna keep going with it cool at the very least I'll go and trade it it almost totally hits this like happy medium between something like Wild Storm and Valiant for me oh wow where it's got the really Damn you. Solid art. <laughs> but it has that sense of history yeah. that you get from Wildstorm. Like, clearly defined history that you get from Wildstorm books. And that focus on writing that you get from Wildstorm books. Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, I, I, I really dug this. Brian just added a new book to his list. But okay. it can replace a book we all love that just ended. This is true. The Flintstones, oh, number 12. No. So, Jen. Uh, uh, this good, good book. It was. Luckily, it will be. A good, good all, trade. All, yeah, all in a good, good trade at some point. Yeah, I'd love um, a big, oversized hardcover of this. I was very, very sad going into the end of this book, and it didn't change for me. <laughs> I was still very. But, but. To that, it was a really good ending. Mm-hmm. It was a fantastic. Probably way to the end. best way to end that book. It's a very it hopeful still, kind of sad. Yeah, it was still full of ennui. It was still fucking depressing, but there was hope. Yes, and it was so wonderfully delivered. <laughs> yeah, but it 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 felt so mindful. And despite the like fact everything, that but anyway, most of this series has been pretty much one shots that don't really build off each other in major ways. It tied everything together so well. Not only that, it gives you payoff that the cartoons never gave you. That's true. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You, you get actual change of status quo when this ends in a way that was never part of continuity before, and, and it's it's satisfying. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because if you watch those, it's not just, like, reading this, it's not just in this 12-issue world this has happened. But it's kind of like, okay, Fred finally got his. And that, at least for me, sort of tied back to all the times he didn't get it in the cartoon, but should have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Bowling Ball. Bowling Ball. Oh, my God. Oh, appliance, please. That was so good. Yeah. And that's just it. There were so many... Even and in some cases, it was literally a single panel nod to right. what happened before. Yeah, you know, like with the uh, who was who's the big war guy <laughs> who got elected the, the mayor. mayor. Yeah. Well, he, he yeah he was, but right. Yeah. No, I mean he's still the mayor. Oh, technically, I guess you're right. Yeah. Technically, yeah. he still is right. Yeah. He just doesn't do anything. Right? He doesn't know he's right. not in right. control. Exactly. But but like you know, there's a single panel with him and like. It's so well done in as a wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. And the transition from Gerald uh-huh. into what it becomes, that uh, was well, fucking fantastic. Oh Even God. just the whole like and and Hi, we live in the South. Uh having <laughs> a religious leader say the thing yes. that he says in this was like, oh. why can reality not be this? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, why can people not just and fucking get this? I can say from from this one issue of a comic book, 
I now understand religious people so much more. That is all I needed. I needed somebody to say exactly what this book said. And now I get them. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with them, but I get them. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what it, you don't have to. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And if people would actually say that in the real world, it would make life so much easier. So much easier. Yeah. Um, but we're bordering on having two political episodes. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. No, this one is nope, religion. we're going to keep going. The last one was so. politics, this one is religion. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the two things you don't talk about in polite company. Yeah. Oh, well, no wonder we're talking about <laughs> right, it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Real quick, let's go around the table. Mets or Yankees? Neither. The Braves. Sports ball? The sports ball. How about that? Can I have the oh. sports ball? I choose the sports ball. I'll allow it. And Brian, your answer is correct. And also wrong. Twelve at years ago time. at the most recent. <laughs> we know Always enough about sports ball to Always say no to you. Your, Always the your answer is only correct in a pre Dan Kolb as a relief pitcher. Holy shit. Sense. Holy shit. Hold on. No, I need I'm glad this is being recorded. Alex just sports so hard. Wow. There is a very clear watermark in the Braves' history, and it was when they kept Dan <laughs> Kolb in the goddamn roca- rotation, who lost, if not every game, that he pitched like 90% of them. If The Braves could be up eight runs, and if he closed, the Braves lost. And this is why Alex does not watch sports. Actually, yeah. (laughs) The season I moved to Atlanta and could have gone, they started sucking. And it started with Dan goddamn Kolb. All right. And now we've talked about uh, religion, politics, and sports. So uh, We've covered it all. Let's go. Wow, let's find a comic book to talk about, Alex. Okay, how about Jessica Jones? <laughs> oh, that's a great one to talk about. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. No, it, it really you have was. To tell me, this was a this was an absolutely delight. This is the best issue of this run so far, in my opinion. Uh, you get everything. You get humor in, like a lot of humor in this. Um, is this still Jessica and Maria? Um, n- not directly. Okay. Um, Maria is not in this issue at all. Okay. But the influence of Maria is in this issue. It's the implication of Maria. It is the implication. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, no. We're not going to put Maria in it. It's, it's the, the implication. implication of Maria. Um, but uh, no, she. God, I can't keep going. Well, too bad you have to. You're doing me right. No, I know. I can um, talk more about how much Dan Kolb sucks. But, but there, there's a absolutely did, I imagine, amazingly still awesome uh, conversation and confrontation between her and Sharon Carter. Uh, and then, so this is all before the the Secret Empire stuff. Um, and then. Uh, <laughs> There's a there's a rather delightful interaction between her and Typhoid Mary, <laughs> and then there is a pretty amazing reconciliation between her and Luke Cage. I can confirm that Dan called no longer pitches on Major League Baseball. <laughs> Thanks for that, Alex. It was suddenly very important to me to confirm that his career had ended. Um, but yeah, it is this kind of is Jim dying this, over there at me sportsing. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, this this I'm wraps so up. Some, 
this wraps up some issues that have been going on and really sets up what's going to happen next, which is uh, I think I think we finally get to the uh, Secret Empire parts coming up Secret next. Empire, Secret Wars, because they've still been teasing Secret Wars fallout <laughs> in this book. Um, no, the, yeah, yeah, well, with that cover as the next. Oh, yeah, that's definitely Secret Empire. Stuff. Yeah, right. So are they still teasing the Secret Wars or yeah, Secret Wars stuff? Um, not directly. Um, not, not like, not, I know what you're talking about. And so in that, I would say, no, I don't know that it's like necessarily gone. I think it's probably going to come back around, but it's not. I feel like the August solicitation said something about finally getting around to it. Yeah. But there's some mention in there between her and Luke about the defenders. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be coming up too. So. It's very dark in here. I can't make out your face. I'm, with I'm my sorry. Phone. There was a random dog walking down my road, and I didn't see the people with it at first. Oh. But uh, Jessica Jones, fantastic issue this week. Cool. Nice. All right. Last one before we <sighs> oh no go into this week's equivalent of Is, is It Still Good? Uh, Which is called Is It Still Good? <laughs> is It Still the Best of the Good? I don't know. There are even <laughs> things on here we haven't talked about before. So okay. is it something we want to talk about quickly? Uh, <laughs> Champions. We have the introduction of a new character. We we have a Viv, Marvel's Blue Beetle, a Viv Vision centered issue. Oh no, it's it's it is straight up Marvel's Blue Beetle. Come on, no, because I feel like it's interesting. <laughs> oh, ouch! I'm so, I, oh, look, snap. let me be very clear. I like Jaime Reyes as a character, and I think the Young Justice show did a great job with him. Uh-huh. I have never read a Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle issue. That I thought did anything other than say, oh, hey, he's a kid who happens to be Hispanic. We're going to make every possible detail of this about the fact that he is generically very Hispanic. Yeah, you're you're not wrong about that. Like, I don't think he's a bad character at all. I think he's usually poorly handled. And I think there's an interesting hook to this character. It, well, so, so, it's, so it's Marvel's Blue Beetle done correctly. How about that? <coughs> the Red Cicada or, or something? Red like or Scarab, maybe? I can't no, remember. No, Original Scarab. Is it not? Is it? Something indigenous to North America. Hang on, I'm going to tell you. Are uh, you kidding? Nope. They weren't even trying to hide it. No, they really were not. It was straight <laughs> up a... Uh, do, 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 do. But they tease her as possibly a new... Uh, the Red Locust. The Red Locust. Okay, so not something yeah. indigenous to North America. The Red Locust. The Red Locust. Um, who's part Blue Beetle, part Moon Knight. Oh, she protects what? travelers and nomads. Oh, oh good lord. Oh. <laughs> yes. It is part of her, her, her family's ancient uh, charge. And she is the first... Female. The first... The first female to hold the mantle, as it has always passed through sons named Fernando, after the king of Spain. But her family never had a boy, so she's Fernanda, and she got to be it. Yes. And she loves the champions and has a big fangirl vision moment. And the first thing she did was, like, supercharge the suit and add armor, and she's like, Blue Beetle meets a little bit of Moon Knight meets Ironheart. Yes, yes. But what's cool is if you read the back matter, they let... A lot of that design and sort of character design fall to uh, the artist on this book, who is himself Mexican. Oh, nice. They wanted to add a Mexican character to the team and happened to have a Mexican artist on the book. They let him do a lot of that design work just to help help make sure there was something authentic at the core. 
I, I gotta say, I really, there is definitely a lot more uh, interest and uh, to a lot more than I that that pulls me into this character than has ever yeah. done with the Blue Beetle. I, I will totally give you that. And I think it's a very canny way to introduce the character because Viv is kind of on this personal quest to deal with the fact that she does not have any real sense of history or custom. She has programmed routines in her to make her inoffensive to people. Right. Um, but she doesn't feel like she has any real sense of, of routine or tradition or things like that that she's developed on her own. So they set her against a character who is so specifically defined by her heritage and her lineage that the two eventually sitting down and talking and meeting, Viv comes to realize, okay, there are these little things. I value, I value time with my dad, and while everyone's still alive, like, we'd eat ice cream, and he'd, you know, sneak it to me, and we just wouldn't tell mom. And those little moments, she realizes, are the things that have that value. So, I thought it was a cool issue. I liked it a lot. All right. A uh, little quicker on these. Reborn, last issue. Such a good book. Such a good book. Such beautiful art. Yeah, was this was this a full double-sized issue or just kind of expen- extended? If it was not full double, it was 30-something. Yeah, it, it, was this was a big one. But yeah, this is the last one, last issue of book one, yeah. and uh, I thought it was a great end. Yeah, and <laughs> they may come back to it later. They may not. Who knows? If they don't, it's kind of a perfect, wonderful, contained thing. Yes, and I will probably buy the hardcover, even though I have all the issues, especially if it's a nice oversized thing. It's uh, it's a pretty beautiful story. I yeah. liked it. And art. I love yes. the art. Oh, God, yeah, the art. Yeah. Fantastic. I, we, we we may have gushed about the art more than we have the actual story in the course of this podcast. <laughs> uh, the first time we've kind of thrown a number one into Is It Still Good? Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> You know what? I enjoyed it. Um, Not as much as... The, the previous run. Well, it's it's a different creature. It, it is, and the, and that's kind of. Yeah. And I figured out. I figured. I, I out, didn't know exactly what to expect going into it. I didn't yeah. either, but I think the art nods to the difference between it and Kieran Gillen's run. I think the art nods in that Kieran Gillen's run had more representational, realistic, mm-hmm. darker looking art. Um, it was a book that had monologue and got into Vader's psychology and was very much about him going through his machinations and scheming and planning and being big and imposing and heavy. This is about his reaction and his anger. This is set right after he becomes Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this... the moment after. But here's the, yeah. here's the thing. The art is Giuseppe Camincoli, who is super stylized and cartoony. Mm-hmm. It's like art that would fit into a Clone Wars or a Rebels book. That's exactly yeah. That you're, this is yeah. this is Darth Vader, the Clone Wars or Rebels. Edition. Yeah, this this has much much stronger ties to the films. Yeah, in my opinion, and, and really it is trying to explain that where exactly what happened right after yeah. that. It's not who he is; it's how he became. Exactly. Yep. It's the how he became that we haven't seen. So please do not get me yeah. wrong when I, I I thought this was a, a a wonderful book. I really enjoyed reading it. It's just I, I didn't know what to expect, so I'm not sure if I'm sure. on board completely or not. Well, and I think one of the things that's interesting to me is Saul, someone asked him on Twitter, 
are we going to get thought for Vader? Are we going to get the inner monologue? And he actually said, no, it is specifically my plan not to. I don't want this to be about emotion. I want this to be about reaction. Okay. That, that so kind cool. of so it's like a that. very different thing yeah. than what came before. And that's yeah. fine. There's certainly nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. It's the transitional Vader. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I asked Alex this before I read it. I was like, do I need to finish Vader? The the Gillen oh, Darth Vader. Not at all. Yeah, no. no. This is, yeah, you can you can not even know what yeah. that's about and yeah. pick this up and be just fine. Right. And to be clear, the Gillen is between four and five. This is between three and four. Like, right. The no in three, this picks up in the beat of. Yeah. Yeah. This is in the first moment he is Vader. Yep. Uh Nova. This is the last issue of Nova, which is a series I've loved. It's number seven. Uh it finishes this arc of of rich rider returning to the world and his life and sam alexander sort of overlapping and intersecting and them developing camaraderie and it's wonderful it's a great end to this um definitely definitely pick this one up in trade if you're planning to read guardians going forward because actually some of what they set up here is going to be continued in guardians um or just in general, if you're into Nova and haven't read it, it's it's a really excellent read. Hey Brian, yes, tell me about the Fallen Rise of Captain Adam. Uh, this is uh, this is number six of six, so this is the end of this uh, this uh, little series here. Uh, it it was actually a, a good read. Um, I think by far the biggest thing you're going to take out of this though is uh, who that character now is and where you know setting him up to be part of the bigger DC universe moving forward. Cool. Yep. I think he's going to, he's going to factor into, I think he may factor into the metal stuff. Very possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he is fully poised now to jump in with justice league or whoever they want to. Yeah. Uh, paper girls, Jim last issue of this arc. Oh my God. This book. Um, I, I'm really concerned about what's going to happen going forward. I don't know how they're going to tie this all in. I don't know how they're going to (laughs) finish it up, but I think that's kind of been the running theme. Yeah. Um, so the more you learn, the less, you know, correct. Um, I I have no idea. It's so good. It is so fucking good. I I have no clue what the fuck's going on, but I love reading it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Which we've said since I I mean, literally since like issue one, this has been the case. And KJ's visions of the future are coming true now. Uh And I cannot wait to see the conclusion of that. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's all weird stuff that kids deal with in this setting. In this story. Super sci-fi, weird, awkward setting. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. I hope it's going to be great. I don't know. And they've announced a big, beautiful hardcover. Yes. Oh, my God. Going to double down on this one. Hey, Brian. Yeah. How was Iron Fist this week? Uh, Iron Fist was really good. Okay. Hey, Brian. Tell me about that cover. Oh, okay. So... I mentioned before the show, if you don't know Marvel this month, their kind of themed variant covers are Mary Jane covers. They're all superheroes getting very high. (laughs) Uh, No, but I will say by far probably my favorite one that I've seen so far is the Mary Jane variant for this Iron Fist. 
It is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it, it, yeah, so I loved it. Regardless of that, uh, you know, we started when we talked about number one of this uh, issue that it was so bland and like there was like no personnel. It has taken care of all of those issues. Cool. Um, yeah, this this has turned out to be pretty fantastic. Awesome. And I think there's just one more in this. Series? I think so, or at least in this arc. Okay. Yeah. All right, and we are square in Brian's corner at this point, so tell me about Pestilence. Uh, Pestilence. Is, I, I mentioned last time that uh, this this is turning out to kind of be zombies in the Middle Ages, which okay. is which is yeah. pretty wonderful, actually. Um, and it has the uh, kind of that team feeling that, that Green Valley had when it started. But they're, yeah, like... This is gonna be this is gonna be pretty phenomenal in trade. Cool. And last one, stained. Mm -hmm. Stained. Oh my gosh, this is too. Uh, this kind of caught me out of no nowhere. This is a fair uh, four fifty one book, and um, I, like it's shocking me how much I'm enjoying this. So yeah, I, just number two. But if it keeps going like this, this is definitely gonna be a big recommend as well. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, long box book report time. Fortunately, before we sat down to record, I remembered, oh, wait, we never pulled these last week, and it was my turn to read. <laughs> so I pulled one real quick. Captain Adam, number 33. I think it's number 33. Uh, it's 35 cents. It's a Captain Adam issue. <laughs> oh, number 84. Oh, you are way off. Yeah. Uh, this reads like an episode of a radio serial. Oh, like a Flash Gordon or yeah, a, yeah. Or if you're me and thanks to someone have been hooked this week on Thrilling Adventure Hour, <laughs> you might have read it oh, in, no. Who did in that? John DiMaggio's Captain Laserbeam voice. Oh, I want to sing the song. Captain so Laserbeam, Captain Laserbeam, Captain Laserbeam, Captain Laserbeam. Um, hey Brian, yes, listen to it. Let me let me guess what I need to do now. <laughs> Would that be listen to this? Yeah. But don't get too attached. I mean, you have ten years worth of it to listen to. Oh, but good don't, God. But don't get too attached. It's on hiatus right now. They normally do... It's a radio drama thing, but they do it live. The live shows are on hiatus. Yes. Uh, I, Which means the podcast I is can, I can tell you, there's no time for me to listen to ten years worth of damn mm, Even with yeah. Nathan Fillion in one of I them? I did... I just God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten very good at twisting the knife in you. Uh, I'm gonna at some point. I'm just gonna have to end my relationship with Alex at some point. <laughs> 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 You're that rusty. The plan is working. I mean, damn hi, it. Brian. Brian and Alex's relationship is complicated. <laughs> yeah, it, he it, wishes he knew how to quit me. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hold on. Did you wait a just minute. make a Brokeback Mountain joke? <laughs> wait a minute. No, I've never seen that movie. Well, well, you just made a Brokeback Mountain joke. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Do I need to sing Nathan Lane's parody Brokeback Mountain musical from The Tonight Show at you? No. Nope. There's you a couple sure don't. of guys in the meadow. Nope. Spreading their thighs in the meadow. Oh, oh my. No. Uh, and, uh, although I can completely hear Nathan Lane singing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, I flipped the coin. The coin. It went far away. What? 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 No coin. No coin. No coin. What? Jen. 
What? I, I don't know where they are. <laughs> oh my right. god, I cannot um, believe you. I'm too tired to look for them. Oh Heads as Jen tells us, Brian. Good news, Brian. It's heads? It's tails. <laughs> it's good news for me, and it's good news for Jen, oh, which is great. also good news for me, because she is my assistant director. It's great news for me. Damn you. Damn I do you. not have the time. All right. I'm going to go get one. All right. Uh, Nor the effort. I will not. <laughs> would not, could not on a boat? Would not, could not with a goat? No. No, I wouldn't. Oh, my God. Oh, I was watching. I walked through my sister's living room yesterday as we were hauling rocks. Um, and and Lee Schreiber was on Ellen, and he was like, but you fuck one goat. And I was like, ah, <laughs> no. I need to be best friends with this man. Oh, oh no. God. Um, so yeah, speaking of my sister's shop, Rock Hounds and Relics, uh, in Ackworth, Georgia, go, go check it out. Yeah. It's amazing. It's Do fantastic. It. Buy some antique beads. Do it. I have an antique snail on right now, you or a vintage so, fossilized It's so dark snail. in here, I can't read this damn thing. Hang I'm on. so sorry. Am I the only one who just lost headphones, by the way? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I'm just going to oh. take them off. All right. In the, in a blaze of power, the ray... Number one. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, nice. Oh. I pull an 84 and he pulls a one. He always <laughs> you pulls the fucking ones. You managed to get a ones. number one. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You just, just don't know how to pull out of there. That's... Apparently. The box, no, I always the, get war books. <laughs> you can fix the, that. The, the box yes. likes me. <laughs> Murr. <laughs> Murr. I didn't say I like the box. That would have been worse. <laughs> Whoa. And I mean, yes. I like the box. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's three for three. <laughs> I have no problem saying I like the box. That's right. Uh, and you have that on recording now, I guess. <laughs> Hello, folks. All right. So go to my sister's shop. Um. <laughs> that was part of her promo. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think she knew what she was going to do. I hope so. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's what right. you get for advertising so, a bunch uh, of shit tests. Right. Tune in, tune in next week for the ray. Yes, our theme music. That's right. Sweet, sweet relief. Jen can go to bed. Thank you, Jesus. Get out of my house. <laughs> hey, we have to actually end it first. Yeah, oh, wait. yeah we're not done yet. Oh, our Say theme the music is the spontaneous elk reunion by the fish who saved the planet. Now get out of my house. We'd like not to thank yet. Chase Parker. Oh, wait, wait. That's okay. Uh, who in this moment, uh, as we record this on June 10th, could I, I could make very angry by disclosing a certain piece of information, but I won't. Oh, no. He knows what that would be if he actually listened to this, which I know Oh, my. Oh, no. Uh, but thank you, Chase Parker, for our intro voiceover. Uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. Uh, also, if you enjoy the show, do us a solid and rate and review us on iTunes. Or rate yeah. or review us on iTunes. Yes, do it. Uh, share us with a friend. Share us with us, lots of friends. Share us with an enemy. <laughs> send us questions. Send us comments. Send us questions. Talk to us on Twitter. We like that, yeah. actually. Hey, hey. Tell us what books you're looking forward to this yes, week. Yes, please, God, do Tweet that. Tweet at us. Or if you want to know what we're looking forward to, ask. If you ask, we'll tell you. Yeah. If I don't know, I'll look it up. Yeah. I already have my list together. No. 
I haven't had time. I refuse. It's part of my Wednesday routine. When I finish, when I check everything off, I make the next week's list. Nope. Tuesday night. Mm. Mine will get done tomorrow morning. <laughs> Sometimes in the car on the way to the comic shop on Wednesday. Sometimes. Going to call you out. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mo- fair. Mostly because I... If I, I've I, been at work all week and not wanted to breathe. I, yeah. I yes. have to get through this week's books and, and do the podcast and be done. Then I'll move on to yeah. next week. <laughs> so that's a little uh, insight into how we do things. There you go. I'm always looking for the next hustle. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Oh Good my night. God, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's next? Sleep. No. <laughs> sleep. Sleep is...